This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. All of the troubles we deal with in our Christian lives, whether they be physical or emotional illness, financial lack, family conflicts, fear, or any dozens of other issues common to man, can only originate from one of two places, either from the devil or from within ourselves. With certainty, we know one truth. Trouble can never originate with God. Rather, as conquerors, God gives man authority over such things because man wasn't created, programmed, or designed by him to flourish in trouble or lack. In his revealing two-day teaching, Turning Your Troubles into Triumphs, Pastor Ray uniquely dissects powerful truths from the book of James dealing with the very nature of the tests, trials, and temptations most of us experience daily. Let's now welcome Pastor as he shows us how to use godly wisdom, practice patience, and exercise staying power so that we might overcome anything and everything that comes our way. Don't you love the Word of God? The Word of God is awesome and powerful and really has the potential to change our lives. We're going to look at some verses. Today's um, teaching, if I were to give this a title, we'll call it this, Turning Trouble to Triumph. Turning Trouble to Triumph. Now, how many of you have ever had trouble in your life? Some of you didn't raise your hand. We already got liars in church. All right. (laughs) Haven't even gotten started. People are already lying. All right. We all go through troubles. We all go through troubles, and we all need a little bit more triumph. Amen? How many of you would agree with that? So I want to get into some verses because a lot of times things that we believe or think about God are not really fashioned or really uh, come from the Word of God. We carry with us throughout life things that we've collected over the years, and a lot of times things that we believe may not necessarily be in line with Scripture. Um, We hear doctrines that men have created. Um, You see, this is why I like the difference between teaching and preaching. I'm really a teacher of the word more than I am a preacher of the word. Um, In preaching sometimes, uh, uh, because things can be said in a way that it could be misunderstood or you don't have enough time to develop the thought or the idea. And it's really based more on encouragement or exhortation and the the, uh, inspiration of the moment. And sometimes ideas are formed from preaching that we've heard that may not necessarily be 100% scriptural and correct. So that's why I like to, and I want to get back to doing this even more so than maybe I have in times past, line by line, precept by precept, you know, just breaking down even sometimes the words. Because if you understand a word in a scripture, you will have a whole lot more understanding of what that particular verse or portion of scripture is trying to say. Amen. So I tend to be, and my love is to really teach the word of God more than anything. I like to preach too, but teaching is really what turns me on. And I like to teach it in a way that it's practical so that you can have something that you can apply to your life um, and you can take home and you can, you can put into operation. So I want to talk about 
taking our troubles and bringing them to triumph based out of James chapter 1. Now, the interesting thing is when I first started out in ministry many, many years ago when I was back in the Assemblies of God Church as a young man and a, a no, wait a minute, let me rephrase. a younger man, I'm still young, a younger man. And um, when I was back there as a younger man, um, I was asked to take the adult Bible study back then. It was pretty, pretty amazing because I was only saved a couple of years and I didn't really know much, but um, it's really where I, I was forced to learn the Word of God and really study and pray and seek God, and I really began to learn the principles of teaching and, and sharing the Word of God. But anyway, the very first book that I taught was the book of Hebrews, and when I got through the 13 chapters of Hebrews, which is a very powerful book, the next book I went to was James. And I, well, I love the book of Hebrews, but I fell in love with the book of James. As I was breaking it open and teaching it, I thought, man, there is so much practical teaching in here that helped me, that, uh, you know, so... Subsequently, over the years, I have a purpose to pull stuff out of the book of James and teach it in one way or another in some form or fashion. So I want to go to uh, the very first chapter of the book of James. Let's read these verses. We're going to read not all of verse of uh, chapter 1. We're going to jump around a little bit. But let's just read these verses. because These are the verses that I want to highlight today and talk to you about taking trouble and bringing it to triumph in your life. So chapter 1, verse 2 James writes, says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let's go to verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Verse 16, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Verse 21, therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, And receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. Verse 25. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Thank God for the word of God this morning. So let's go and look through these verses and dissect these uh, few verses that we've read today and try to come to some understanding of turning trouble into triumph in our lives. Well, the very first thing that James opens up with is this, verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when. Notice he didn't say if, he says when. We all fall into you know, troubles, temptations, this kind of thing. He said, brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various, there's the word, various trials. I want you to circle the word trials, and next to the word trials or somewhere in your Bible, write down these three words, tests, trials, and temptations. 
very important, tests, trials, and temptations. So he says, the very first thing that he addresses when he's going to start to talk to us about how to get through tests, trials, and temptations, he talks about our attitude. The very first thing he says is, count it all joy when you fall into various or different kinds. Everybody say, tests, trials, and temptations. He said, count it all joy. Well, I don't know, I've been through test trials and temptation. I can't always say that I did what the Word of God told me to do because usually when I'm going through a test trial or temptation, it's not a happy experience. But he didn't say it would be a happy experience. He said, in not so happy an experience, you be sure that you rejoice and be joyful. Count it as joy. And the reason why he wants us to, he said, well, that would be kind of unfair for God to want us to count our test trials and temptations as something to be joyful about. Well, because he tells you in the next verse the reason why you should count this joy. He says, knowing. Everybody underline the word knowing or, or circle the word knowing. In other words, we're supposed to know this when we enter tests, trials, and temptations. Knowing that the testing, I want you to circle the word testing and write this down again. Tests, trials, and temptations. Say it with me. Tests, trials, and temptations. So he says, count it all joy when you fall into various tests, trials, and temptations, knowing that the testing, the trials, and the temptations of your faith produce patience. Now, the word patience is a really powerful word. This is not a neurotic, neuroses kind of driven kind of patience, like, oh, I'm trying to hold on to my patience. The word patience is a really powerful, life-changing, and dynamic word if you can get hold of this. He said, knowing that the testing, tests, trials, and temptations of your faith produces patience. And that word patience, if you want to write a word next to it, it's this. It's the ability to stand. Or, I like this word better, or these two words better, staying power. Tests, trials, and temptations were never designed for us to be knocked out of the race or knocked down or knocked dead. Tests, trials, and temptations, if you understand where they come from, if you understand that first of all, tests, trials, and temptations do not come from God. Un, you know, I would say that unlike a lot of Christians I know, we want to blame God for tests, trials, and temptations, but God is not involved in tests, trials, or temptations. We're going to find that out as we read this. We already read it, but we're going to go back to it, and you'll see it in just a minute. Sometimes tradition, sometimes denominational tradition, things that people have written, oh, God's just testing you because of this and that. There is nowhere that you can find that I have found in the Bible where God sent a t in New Testament, where God sent a test. It's just not there. We know that people went through things. Paul went through things. He went through tests, trials, and temptations. But his, every time he went through one of those things, he pointed back to the enemy, to the devil. As a matter of fact, tests, trials, and temptations come from two places. They either come from the devil or they come from you. E <laughs> Either the devil's responsible or you're responsible. God ain't part of it. And we're going to see that as we read this through. through, through. Now, I don't want to, I'm sorry if I'm kicking over some sacred cows here. Because I know Christians, especially you come out of a denomination, you know, some of those old Pentecostal denominations, oh, God's just sending a test you. The preacher gets up with a hanky, you know, and goes through the whole thing. He's just testing you. Hallelujah. <laughs> This is unscriptural and it is not correct. We're going to see it as we move along. He says, knowing that these test trials and temptations 
of your faith produce patience. See, what we're supposed to learn is that when, we, when we're faced with a test, trial, or temptation in our life, we've got, to, we've got to stand up to those things. One of the things that we need in the body of Christ more than anything are people who have staying power. I found out something in my life that you will never accomplish anything. You will never get anywhere. Nothing will ever change in your life unless you are willing to outlast the test, trial, and temptation that has come your way. Test, trials, and temptations. Let, let me say this. This is another very powerful thought. We were not meant to be living in a, in a constant cycle of test, trials, and temptations. Jesus came to give us life and to give it to us more abundantly. He came and gave us power and authority over test, trials, and temptations so that we could live in victory. He's called you to be a victor, not a victim. And you see, unfortunately, in the body of Christ, we have too many believers that have given over to wrong teaching, incorrect thoughts or ideas that are based or formulated on wrong teaching or wrong preaching or, or, or pastors or teachers who did not take the time to study the word for themselves and teach correctly. And thus we have a bunch of weak Christians who oftentimes think that things that are happening are actually coming from God. Negative things are actually coming from God when they're not. You've heard people say it. How many times have I heard a believer say that, well, I don't know, I'm going through this thing. I guess God's trying to perfect something. But God ain't perfecting nothing in you. That's not the way God perfects his people. The way God perfects his people is by the word of God. It's when the word is preached, the word is studied, the word is received, that's what perfects us. God does not send devices from heaven, you know, adverse, troubling things from heaven to try to fix you or straighten you out. This is wrong, incorrect, and very, very dangerous thinking. And I'm going to tell you something, I'm going to be truthful with you. A lot of believers, or maybe some who are sitting here today, are stuck in that kind of thinking. And you wonder why you can't get out of your trouble is because you're actually bringing the trouble on yourself. Because of wrong ideas and wrong thinking. See, if you embrace trouble as coming from the Lord, then how would you ever be able to have the boldness and authority or power to overtake that trouble? If you're not sure if it's, if it's God or you're not sure if it's the devil or you're not sure it's you, how could you stand against that? First of all, if it, if it is from God, then you would not want to use your authority to stop something that God is doing. Am I making sense? That's why you've got to know where the trouble is coming from. You've got to know that you know that what you're going through is not God trying to perfect something in you. The way God's going to perfect something is when you get your butt in church and you sit and listen to pastor preach and you don't like what he's preaching, but you know it's exactly what you need to hear. That's what perfects you. That's what cleans you up. That's what changes your life. God doesn't put you through terrible things in life. That would be a, 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 very, a very mean God to put you through difficult circumstances to try to prove something to you. I've heard people actually say that. One time I remember when I was in... Uh, this was back in the Assemblies of God Church. We had this visiting uh, group come in, and, and they were a singing group, and they were doing great until they got to this portion. And the guy got up, the piano player, I guess he was the leader, he got up, and he you know, got into this very holy moment about we give our all to God. How many of you are willing to yield to God, you, willing to let, you know, let your life just be lost in God? Like, oh, everybody had their hand up. And in the same sentence says, and how many of you would be willing to let, let God drop cancer in you? so that he can show the world how a believer goes through a sickness and a disease. And I thought, at that moment, I wanted to get him to go, stop, shut up. But you see, people believe that stuff. People believe it. And, and worse than that, preachers preach that kind of stuff or teach that kind of stuff. And we wonder why the body of Christ is so screwed up and we can't, we can't get our trouble into triumph. 
and all we are is a cycles of trouble all the time? Well, because we don't have proper teaching, proper understanding. Am I speaking, does this make sense to everybody? God is not the source of your trouble. Even in the world, people have this idea, and I guess it's come again from their doctrinal, uh, their denominational uh, doctrines that they believed. I hear it out in the world, out in the gym. People go through things and they blame God. God is not the source of your trouble. First way you're going to take trouble to triumph is understand that God is not the source of your trouble. God is the source of your help. Can I get a better amen than that? So he says, knowing that the testing, the test trials and temptations of your faith produce patience, the ability to stand staying power. We need more staying power in the body of Christ. You see, you're never going to get people there. People want to quit every time there's a problem, every time there's a little ripple, every time the, the going gets a little bit tough. People want to back up. They want to quit. They want to give up. They want to throw in the towel. You're never going to get anywhere. Test trials and temptations, if you understand where they come from, if you understand that God is not the source of it, it's either the devil or it's you, but it's not God. I want to tell you what, you're going to learn that when you stand your ground in the time, a difficult time of testing, a time of trial, a time of temptation, when you stand that ground, you're going to come the other side victorious, stronger than the way you went into it. Empowered instead of being snuffed out or weakened. You're going to be empowered because you've learned how to use your authority and use your faith in the midst of that trial, test, or temptation. And that's what the Bible is trying, that's what James is trying to get at here. So he says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces the ability to stand or staying power. Over the years, I've come up against a lot of difficult circumstances and situations, and I would be lying if I didn't tell you that I've quit at least a thousand times in these last 30 years. Quit the ministry at least a thousand times. Maybe 2,000 times. Maybe, maybe it's even 4,000 times. There have been many, many times when I just wanted to quit because the going got tough. But it was in that place that I had to make the determination to let this test trial or temptation, you know, to stand up to it and not let it knock me down. I had to make that determination that I'm going to outlast the adversity. I'm going to outlast the test. I'm going to outlast this trying time. And every time I have done that, I've come out the other side empowered, refreshed, and invigorated by the Spirit of God. So he's telling us here, he's saying test trials and temptations are going to come. Count it all joy because you know that this test trial temptation, if you will just stick with it, hold on, let it develop in you muscle. We need some more spiritual muscle. Is works in the gym. Let me tell you what, when I'm lifting weights, I'm up to a certain weight and it's difficult, but the trainer says, come on, you can do it. Give it one more pump. You can do it. And when he says that, I go, whoop, just like that. <laughs> and that muscle just, pop, just pops right out. And then he says, look at that bicep. Look at those veins. I can see muscle. See, and that's the way we grow strong in the things of God spiritually. When trouble comes, when it comes our way, we've got to begin to put into operation staying power. I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to quit. I can't tell you how many people over the years just, you know, hit a couple of ripples along the way. Didn't like what somebody said. Didn't like what somebody did. Didn't like, you know, they thought they should be here when others didn't think they should be. Oh, they just got all worked up, out the door. They, they haven't developed staying power. 
You can't quit every time someone doesn't agree with you or someone doesn't like you or someone says You can't give up every time these things come your way. That, that develops babies, not men and women, champions that God has created us to be. We've been created to be champions. He said, right? He's made us to be more than conquerors. He always leads us in triumphal procession with Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So he's saying simply, when you come into a time of test, trial, or temptation, count it pure joy knowing that this experience, if you will stick with it and hold your position and hold your ground, that you're coming out the other side stronger than ever before with more staying power, so the next time something comes your way, you're going to be able to withstand it with greater strength and ability. You see... You see, once I pump that weight and I go back the next day or a couple days later and work that muscle, I start, like say I only got eight out of that pump. Now, man, because I pumped it the last time, I can get 10 this time around. Everybody know what I'm talking about. This is what develops strength. This is what develops muscle, spiritually speaking, when you learn that when you're in the midst of a test, trial, and temptation, this is the time for you to count it pure joy. I wasn't happy, but I made myself happy. I wasn't happy about what was going on, but I made myself happy. I said, I'll be happy today. I'm going to be happy. To joy, you're coming out. Joy, I know you're in there. You're coming out. Fruit of joy, come out. I'm counting this joy. God, I know, God, that you've got good on the other side of this thing. I know this isn't you. I know that this is the devil. I know that this might be me. If it's me, show me. If there's something I've got to change, if there's something I missed, if there's something I've done, I want to know. Joy's coming out today. Count it all joy. Am I speaking to anybody? You're all clapping up front, but back there, you're all like out in the days. I got to come back here and speak into your faces more. Hallelujah. I'm out of the camera's range, but it's okay. Hallelujah. Count it all joy. Right? All right, let's keep going. I love it. I love this stuff. But, verse 4, but let patience, staying power, have its perfect work that you may be perfect, and that word really means maturity there, that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. There it is. Let staying power work in your life so that when you get through that time, when you learn how to fight it with faith and trust in the word of God, you're going to come through the other side lacking nothing. In other words, you're going to be better than the way you went in. You're going to be stronger. You're going to be well-rounded. You're going to have stronger faith. You're going to have better understanding. Coming out the other side lacking nothing. Wow, I like that, lacking nothing. All right, so let's keep going. Now, verse 5, he said, if any of you lacks wisdom. Now, what he's saying here is, if any of you lack wisdom when you're in the midst of a test of trial and temptation, if you don't know what to do, then that's the time for you to ask God, as he says here, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally without reproach, and it will be given to him. So in other words, when I'm in the middle of a test, trial, and temptation, I don't know how he got there. I don't know what's going on. That's the time for me to ask God for wisdom. When you're in the middle of a, of a situation like that, you need wisdom from above. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.